worry. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. What's going on? I am Scooch Bronson. And I am S. Foster, and you are listening to Viewers Anonymous, man. And look, and before we get started, everybody needs to know my guy, think he just turned 33 the other day. So I just want to tell him happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate everything that you do as far as the podcast, as far as the support that you give, as far as just being a great dude, great friend. I appreciate you for allowing me to be a co-host with you on this podcast. You remember, like we talked about this before, where I wanted to work with you. I was too afraid to reach out to you. You sent me a text. You was like, yo, I got this idea in mind. Maybe we should, uh, you know, link up and do a podcast together. I appreciate you doing that, man. So I just want to say, you know, again, I appreciate you. You're my guy. Happy birthday. So how has your birthday week been going for you, man? First off, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Um, you know what I'm saying? The, the funny part is, is um, for probably this week and next, I remember that I'm 33. After that, I forget my age. Uh, <laughs> I, t- I told you last time, like, bro, I be the only time I remember my age is, like, thinking of my son's age or my little sister's age. But, um, man, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. It's been a great birthday weekend. Um I, I've been drinking since my birthday, so um, you know what I'm saying it's, it's tough right now. Uh, I'm I'm pushing through this one. I'm not gonna lie to you. Still <laughs> drinking as we speak. Um, the party don't stop till twelve o'clock, so you know what I'm saying we having a good time. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was amazing, bro. You know what I'm saying I got to spend the day with my kids, man. We played video games all day. You know what I'm saying they beat me in a couple of them, but outside of that, bro, it's, it was <laughs> it's a pretty good one, bro. But man, how you been, man? What's going on with you, bro? I've been good, man. I've been good, real good. You know, I did a um, I did a pie earlier with the guy JD Oracle, man. Shout, Shout out to him. him. Yeah. yeah, man. We put in one, man. Um, you know, tough day. You know, lost a legend today. Um, yeah, man. That's you know, within, crazy. within my main man Bobby Bowden. So you know, rest in peace to him. Mm-hmm. But um, so I'm probably I'm probably gonna do a uh, probably do a little short little pie, little intermediate pie on on uh, 28 minutes or less. You know remembering my guy uh bobby bowton and everything but you know it's been good we uh this podcast got pushed back a couple of days you know we had some scheduling issues but yeah you know but we got to get people to um get people this material man and we got i mean we got a fucking great one today you know what yeah. when we get into it so big time but yeah but everything's been been good man i can't i can't complain about nothing i got some stuff i got some stuff that's I've been meaning, not been meaning to get done, but things I've been waiting to get confirmation on, things are starting to look up. So I cannot complain, my guy. That's what's up, bro. Um, oh, oh, so oh, 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 one more thing, one more thing. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. Shout out to my guy, Mark Bennett. You know what I'm saying? He just graduated with his second degree. Hey, you know what that's weekend. what's up, bro. Yeah, man. So shout out to him, man. He was sending man. me pictures of the graduation. Uh, his parents came down to see him and everything. So, yeah. man, shout out to him. You just man. went to go see him, didn't you? Yeah, I just well, came. Yeah, I just came back. 
Yeah. Congratulations, bro, man. That's what's yeah. up. Bro. I I I don't I don't know him personally, but I feel like I know him through you because you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you like talking about him, man. So, man, shout out to Mark, man. That's what's up, bro. It's always good to you know what I'm saying. Hear them kind of you know, stories, man. That's good news, bro. That's dope. Yeah, man. So he got he got a degree from uh, Fairmont State. Then he went and got a master's from uh, West Virginia University, and then he got okay. another degree from uh, well, no, third. Damn, I'm I'm behind. Uh, he, got, he got his third degree from uh, he got his third one from Central Florida. So okay, so, UCF. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The yep. Bulls in the building. Yeah. Yes, sir. So uh, no, no, that's uh, they they the uh, that's uh, that's South Florida. He Central Florida, Florida. is up. Uh, Centerfloor是the Eagles。Wait，是Eagles？Fuck，I don't know。The Golden something，the Golden something。I forgot what it was。USF是what？Green and gold。USF，yeah，they're green and gold。Okay，that's what I was thinking。USF是Golden black。U
That was the 94-95 season. And you know yeah, what we oh, Jerry Rice joins. Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we uh, well, all beat the Bengals? The, no, no. When we demolished the Chargers, my guy. Okay, okay. Man, we demolished no, them. I beat the Bengals in the 80s, right? Yeah, late 80s. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are those are my two favorite years because I get to remind my uncle that them niggas lost in the Super Bowl twice to the same team. Since the same team, boy. That's when they, <laughs> when they when they best receiver was Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, I know, and he trashed uh, a commentator and a receiver, and and Emerson, Boomer, 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 and Sirison. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, Boomer was nice. That's a dope ass name, though. Yeah, Boomer and Sirison. Yes, no, Boomer, Boomer as a first name is crazy. Yeah, that's that is it. real crazy. Yeah, that's a great nickname. So, shout out to yeah, them man. for taking that L from my boys. For sure, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So, um, you already know if you listen to this, um, as usual, you already know what we do um, on Fridays, even though it's not Friday. Um, we get into our favorite segment. Well, my favorite segment. I don't know how you feel about it personally yet, but <laughs> um, one of my favorite segments, man. Um, what we watching? So let's get into that. You ready? Yes, sir. Let's go. All right, man. I will take the liberty of going first. Listen, okay. listen. I just look. I just finished some shit. Like literally, just watched the last episode of this before we got started. Mm-hmm. Man, Cocaine Cowboys, Kings of Miami on Netflix. Wow, my guy, listen. Yeah, look, I know, haven't started you know, it yet, but you know hey, it's on the list because we talked you know, about it. Yeah, hey, is it good? You know, hey, you know I be on the drug dealer shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, this shit is nuts, but I'm telling oh you, my six episodes of greatness. Like my this man, during the '80s, though, right? Man, but this is the part. It's during the '80s, but this shit dragged all the way to 2002. Golly. Dude, they've been going after these dudes. Forever. Like the first time, the first time they got when they was first able to go to trial, I think it was in '93. Yeah. And dude, listen to me. <laughs> these That's crazy. Dude, these motherfuckers had like 13, it was like 13 counts or some shit. Not guilty on all the motherfuckers, right? Are you serious? Dude, embarrassed the whole government. But then That's you find funny. out. Then you find out they they figured out that one one guy was bribed okay. in the jury. Then they come to find out end up being three people in the jury that got bribed and they was able to prove that those people got money that yeah. they uh tainted the because was this was the first time in a federal case where a person bribed jury members. Yeah. And so even though they got found not, not guilty for that shit, one dude got dude, it, it, it is nuts. One of the brothers said, fuck it from the very jump. He's been a fugitive mm-hmm. for 26 years. Damn. My guy. He didn't oh, get caught. You. He didn't get caught until let me see. I think 2012. Wow. Dude, it is nuts. And guess where he was the whole time? Ooh. So all this shit happened in Miami. Yeah. So the one brother, I'm thinking when they when they talking about this dude with a fugitive, I'm thinking this dude's in Venezuela somewhere. Yeah. And I'm seeing Spain somewhere. This dude was in Orlando, my guy. Wait a minute, bro. What? 
yo, this man, listen. This nigga at the Amway Center. <laughs> yo, we got Disneyland. Man, this it, dude. It is so crazy, dude. Like, man, cocaine cowboys, people. I'm yeah, telling that's you, that's hilarious, bro. You, I'm, about you to, I'm watching that tonight. I'm telling you, I think. Well, if you into what I'm into, I'm I'm into this shit. Like, yeah, so everybody ain't in it like I am, but it, it turned out to be really good, man. It was a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I, personally, my favorite cocaine cowboys was the second one, okay. um, with Gazelle Blanca. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She is the godmother, the godmother of the of the uh cartel. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that that one was crazy, but like this one, man, it was it was really good. I think people will enjoy it. There's a lot of information in it, but uh, that's that's what I've been watching. I've finished all six episodes. So uh, hey, man, listen, I know we don't promote drug use on this uh, <laughs> podcast, but I got to say this: cocaine is is has had a hell of a run as a man. drug. What cocaine is cocaine me? is probably like the drug at a like if cocaine was like in a pageant, cocaine would win like best drug ever. Dude, it used to be an anesthetic. Then somehow it went to a party drug, but after that, like it just continued to be a party drug. And then like all of the greatest people in the world been on cocaine. And the crazy part is they seized like I can't remember the exact number. It was something crazy like thirteen tons, and it's still oh you talking, about, um, you talking about from Chase. <laughs> no, not Chase. No, it was Chase Bank. Who who owned Chase Bank? Um, JD something. Uh, I'm not sure. Not sure. But all I know is when when it comes to the Cocaine Cowboys, they seize like like thirteen. No, I'm talking about. I thought you were talking about recently. Remember that they, they had that they found that oh. boat with them containers with all that cocaine in it, and it, oh, uh, Chase Bank yeah. had something to do with it. See, that's what I'm saying, bro. Cocaine is like cocaine is everywhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it ain't stopping. That's what I'm saying. Cocaine is like Diddy in music videos, bro. You know what, man? (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, bro, cocaine is everywhere, man. Um, It is. It is. That's that's hilarious, bro. Yeah. I think think you're going to enjoy that. Yeah, they're going to check that out, man. You said it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, Netflix. Um, so for me, man, um, speaking of Netflix, the show I watch as well is on Netflix. I went nostalgic real quick. Um, so when I grew up, you know what I'm saying? I had a whole bunch of favorite superheroes and everything else before I went to the dark side. Um, a few of my favorite superheroes was, um, I liked, uh, Speed Racer. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people didn't like Speed Racer, but that was one of my joints. Um, Speed Racer was one of my favorite superheroes, even though he had no superpowers, somehow, him and the Mach 6, you know what I'm saying? Or, I'm sorry, Mach 5, they just, you know what I'm saying, did what they did, boom. Um, And then, I also, you know what I'm saying, used to like He-Man. You know what I'm saying? He-Man was my guy. I used to run around in the house in my drawers, and uh my mom bought me a sword, you know what I'm saying, when I was a kid. So, I used to go around, you know what I'm saying, with the power of Grayskull. Um, but, they came out with a new cartoon, new series on uh, Netflix about He-Man. It's called He-Man Revelations. Um, And, listen, I am disappointed, but I watched it. I watched the whole thing. I didn't think that it was uh, as good as it could have been. But if you are um, a fan of He-Man, if you like those old 80s cartoons, 90s cartoons, go ahead and watch it. You know what I'm saying? See for yourself. I didn't personally think it was that bad, but it was bad, though. But um, 
what I'm saying? I watched it anyway, man. You know what I'm saying? Just for nostalgic purposes. And uh, it took me back. You know what I'm saying? They, they had a whole bunch of the old characters on there. There's some new stuff that they added in there, but it it just wasn't what it used to be. Um, but it's on Netflix, man. It's called He Man Revelations, and then they got a um, they got a documentary that's behind it as well. So y'all go check out that uh, He Man joint, man. That's my, you know, what I'm saying that's my shit. I ain't gonna lie to you, I I miss He Man. He Man <laughs> might be the He Man might be the greatest superhero to ever be a superhero, but like not really be a superhero because. A lot of people, like, when I was growing up, didn't mess with He-Man because by that time, he was, like, played out. But, like, this nigga running around with um, a bandolier and some drawers on with some boots and a sword <laughs> and a large tiger. And this nigga, like, saved the universe every time. Like, that's amazing from a skeleton. It's just the premise of it all is amazing, bro. That's what's up, man. <laughs> so yeah, man. That's it. nah, nah. I like I like this segment, man. Um, yeah. it's it's fun, like because it also shows our range of like yeah. what we're watching and like the movies that we're doing. Because <clears throat> I think that some people believe that we be no great. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Sometimes yeah. I be sometimes I be in my feelings. Sometimes, but I ain't even gonna lie. Yo, we do this shit. Facts. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, like we always be talking about the support shit, but mm-hmm. fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? We gonna no. I mean, I don't. I don't mean fuck that shit. I, I mean, like, I from the mean. People, yeah, yeah, from I the mean. people that I be wanting it from. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. nah, fuck it. Like you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't want to give it to me. We'll find our base somewhere else. So, yeah. but we do this shit, man. We got a great one today, man. I'm so mad that our schedules got jacked up because I was so I was so ready to get this in, so ready to get this in. So. What we got for y'all today is the 2018 documentary from Netflix, the miniseries from Netflix, Evil Genius. Listen, this is one of the greatest docu-series that is out there. And it was so fun. This is this is my third time watching this. You know what I'm saying? And I don't do that with regular the only the only documentary that I have watched multiple times other than Evil Genius is the American Gangster Joints, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, that I be watching, and um the Black Panther documentary that was on, the, on the, PBS? the one from PBS. Yeah, the yes, one from PBS that, was the best that, that one. That was amazing, bro. Yes, that was, that was the best one. Yeah. PBS be having some good ones, though. The yep. Vietnam War by Ken Barnes. That shit was dope as fuck. I still gotta watch that because I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, that was dope. But um, but yeah, man, this this, this is like one of the ones that I've only uh only of the few that I've watched multiple times. It's basically a synopsis is so there was a bank robbery that had occurred, and it was in Erie, Pennsylvania, right? So there was a guy and he was just <clears throat> he was just a, a a pizza delivery guy went into a pnc uh bank and he says that he had a cane gun goes in says yo get hand her tell her a note she hits the button on him so they was able to track this dude down really quick they have him in the middle of the tree he said there's a bomb scrap to my neck so 
the cops see the bomb and all the cops back up. So they just got this whole street blocked off and it starts ticking, making this ticking sound. And he's like, yo, it's going to go off. It's going to go off. And then boom. The crazy part is they actually showed this shit. So the bomb blows up. And so then they go on this wild goose chase trying to figure out like who robs the bank with a live bomb around their neck. So then all of this other stuff starts coming out. Then this guy, well, actually, wait, the, yeah, the first guy that comes up is Bill Rothstein. And then Bill Rothstein gets Marjorie Deal name into the whole pie. And then this dude, Robert Pernetti, he gets involved. Like it, 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 it is a whole shit show of well that basically unfolded after the police started their investigation and then come to find out like the only reason well what makes this case very unique is the fact that so Brian Wells he blows up in front of the whole world not the whole Mm -hmm. world but you know what I'm saying so he blows up and then they they start getting into the investigation Bill Rothstein called the police and says, yo, I know where a dead body is in a fucking uh, uh, deep freezer. Yeah. And it's like all of a sudden it's just like, yo, like you, we all thinking, OK, Brian Wells, bank robbery. This is it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like then all of a sudden all of this shit just starts unfolding. The more and more this investigation goes on the more and more you find out all this other shit, and it gets crazy. It gets I mean, super completely, crazy. Like, completely crazy, because then what ended up happening was, so the state police, the, the PA state police, they're like, yo, this is our jurisdiction, but then the ATF, it's like, yo, but there's a bomb involved, mm-hmm. so this is on us, and then the FBI, like, well, he robbed the Federal Bank, so this mm-hmm. is us. So yeah. it 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 all it started off the real really crazy because like this whole jurisdiction shit ended up happening. You know but, what you know what that reminds me of. So that? remember when um remember when we covered um oh my god uh mine hunters uh huh right and they got to doing the Atlanta child murders. Yep. Remember how when the GBI and the FBI was beefing. Yep. That's exactly what that reminds me of. Yep, because it, it from like from the jump, like they was able to, but then this is the crazy part. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't really communicate with each other as much because um one of the state troopers, uh Lamont King, right? So he he's on the scene and he follows up on because there was a note that was left. In Brian Wells' car, so they went through his car after the after the bomb exploded, and then come to find out, it turned out to be a, a treasure hunt. There were four there was four locks to the to the bomb mm-hmm. neck thing that was around his neck, mm-hmm. and it turned into a treasure hunt where he was supposed to go to the McDonald's and look yep. under a rock, and it's supposed yep. to be more directions there, and then those directions told him to jump on this interstate to mm-hmm. go here mm-hmm. and then so they went to the second spot so the crazy part is when Lamont King 
went to the second destination, yeah. he said he saw a blue van. Mm-hmm. And he said the blue van looked at him. They stopped and they tracked him, looked at him, and then they turned around and went in the other direction. But the thing is, the blue van was never mentioned again. So I bring that up for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Everybody remember this. You know what I'm saying? 24 <clears throat> minutes, 27 seconds. Remember mm-hmm. this. That blue van was saw by Lamont King and it was never mentioned again. Right. And I bring that up because the cops, when it comes to ATF, state troopers, and the FBI, they didn't communicate everything to each other. That, and, and that's, that's why I said, that's why I said this reminds me of the Atlanta child murders because remember, when the GBI was doing everything, that's the same thing that the FBI was doing to them. The FBI was finding shit and wasn't getting back to the Georgia, uh, to the Georgia bureau. Yep, yep, yeah. and that, and that's a, and that's the same thing that happened here. Um, look, man, there there are so many there are so many places to start, man. Um, but I I, I think that you know, so I've already mentioned, you know, what I'm saying the PNC bank gets robbed. You know, he got the uh, the thing around his neck. Um, well, one of the crazy parts is, so the family, they brought Brian Wells' family on. Um, they also talked to a lady that he was uh, renting from because he yeah. stayed in a house behind this lady's house. Yeah. And she was just talking about how good of a guy he was. He he only, you know, really stepped out to work and stuff like that. And then we get into this whole thing of him um, really only dealing with this one uh, hooker girl named Jessica Hoopsick. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get into her later on, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, so, but Brian Wells, you know, he, he was a guy, you know, he, he didn't he didn't do much. He was just a regular old guy, uh, delivering pizzas, delivering pizzas, bro. Yeah, yeah, man, he just delivering pizzas, and so they talked. To his family was upset because the police <laughs> didn't really have much. They didn't right. at, at the point of a couple of weeks, they didn't have anything. All they had was the bomb thing strapped around his neck and the only mm-hmm. way that they could get it off because they didn't have the keys they had wait a minute, cut. wait a minute speaking of the bomb bro the way that the doc starts off my man is sitting in the street pleading with Indian him to leave him the fuck alone Indian style my guy bro he's telling him yo just leave me alone and the police listen they really could have avoided all of this bro if they would have just did what this man said but you got to also remember, uh, Lamont King was like, yo, we did the treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. He said we did it on like, I can't remember. Let's say it was a Wednesday. He said right. we went on a Wednesday, the same time that he would have been there. So the mm-hmm. traffic would have been the same. He said we waited. Mm-hmm. He said we did it on the similar weather. Yeah. All that type yeah. shit. He said it would have been impossible for him to get all of those keys. No, no. But the thing but is. Listen. Listen, this is the thing, though. And see, the way that they saying that, that shit sound cool because everything was in hindsight when he said it. And and when I rewatched that shit, I thought about that, too. I was like, yeah, all that shit sound good in hindsight. But there's no way in reality you could have predicted any of that. You just going off of the stuff that you already know. True. You know what I'm saying? Because. It, he could have. He could have got through it. He could have did. He maybe he would have took a different route. All that you you don't know what this man would have been doing, bro. You don't know how this man would have moved. Y'all sat there and y'all stopped that man from doing everything that he did, and y'all got that man killed. True. That's the way I looked at but, it. But also from from their estimations, 
Mm-hmm. All he really needed was two keys. It had four slots, but only two keys would have got it open. Once again, that's what I'm saying. In hindsight, all oh, that shit sound good, but they don't. They don't know what the plan was. First off, they don't know what the plan was. They don't know how everything was supposed to go down. They don't know what was going on for real. All they know is they stopped this dude that was robbing the bank. Supposedly, he had a bomb around his neck. They don't know if it's a bomb or not for real. But the fact that he even say that, and this is this is my beef with law enforcement. Anytime something like that happens, bro, let that man do whatever he got to do to be free. You can go catch them later. Now, granted, now I'm just going to play devil's advocate right here. Okay. Now, they said that there has been other bank robberies where they mm-hmm. said that, yo, I have a bomb. But they mm-hmm. said this is the only time mm-hmm. that they know of their knowledge of their records that there was a, actually a live bomb. Yeah. So people could like. So obviously there's been a lot of posers saying, mm-hmm. yo, I got a bomb. But I'm saying like so, that. And that's a great point. My thing is, do you want to play with that, though? Like, do you want to do you really want to chance that? Think about that, though. Do you really want to chance that? Like, even if somebody come up to you, even if they don't have a bomb, they, they write on a piece of paper, I got a bomb, give me the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a game you really want to play because, say, they do got a bomb, right? And you want to you wanna call their bluff. You call their bluff, now the whole goddamn bank blown up. You know what I'm saying? Is, like, yeah. Come on, now your job is to protect and serve. You don't want to have casualties on your hands. Go ahead and let them run off with the money. Let them run off with the money. And if they do got a bomb, right, go ahead, let them run off with the money, chase them down. And if they got a bomb, they blow themselves up. That's the only thing you got to worry about. Yeah. And, but also, like, you know, to, you know, for the, for the sake of the pod, mm-hmm. the thing is, the, the, the other thing that goes along with that is the fact of they don't know if he's by himself. Right. Or if anybody and see that's what yeah. I'm saying. That so that makes it even worse because now say if say if you, you get him on time, right? Say you just happen to 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 get the bomb off, but it's other people around with the bomb. You still putting people's lives in danger, bro. Cause now it ain't the people in the bank. Cause remember, we outside in the driveway at this point. It ain't the people in the bank. Now it's the people that's in law enforcement. Okay, and ain't no telling where everybody else is at around there. Okay, now, now let's stay here because we on a great little thing right yeah, here. For real. So this is the thing. Okay, Ron, uh, uh, Bill Romstein and Marjorie was mm-hmm. watching. So let's say they do what exactly. you said. So exactly. let's say they do what you said, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right, you got a bomb. It's live. These people told me to rob the bank, mm-hmm. and there's a treasure hunt. So like, all right, well, we'll have our cop cars and we'll lead you. You know what I'm saying? The way you need to go. We'll clear the road. Let's say they do that. Marjorie could have been like, yo, let's just blow this motherfucker up right now. That's my point. That's my point. So it's, it's, there's a lot of things that could have happened. It's kind of, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to be careful in them situations. Like, anytime, to me, I feel like anytime somebody says bomb, I, I mean, for me personally, I go to the extreme on anything like that. Like, I, I think of everybody that could be affected in that, in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But even though, even though like it was just around his neck, he probably was gonna be the only one affected. And as we seen, he was the only one affected for real because the bomb wasn't like major; it just killed him. But and speaking of, I'm not gonna lie, bro. That looked like 
a movie uh a movie scene when yeah. he when his head blew up because there was no blood splatter there was like no no nothing well so, really it, really it was it was his chest like that's uh, what I'm saying it, yeah and because but this is the crazy part about that now let you finish your point is the fact of he wasn't dead initially you're right he was still breathing but right. they were so afraid that there could be another explosion that they exactly. didn't act they didn't act quickly they see, didn't that's my point that once again I'm, I'm glad you said that because that's my point because now it's like okay you could have saved him right mm-hmm. but on top of that you missing the whole damn everything else around it so because you think that it's it's more than one bomb now because now you actually see it's an actual bomb so now you see that now you're worrying about if it's other bombs you don't let this man die once again, you could have saved his life a long time ago, just letting him go do what he do. And then you also could have caught everybody that was in the goddamn the plan to begin with. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's possible, but at the same time, if if I'm on the bomb squad or, or if I'm an EMT, yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Yo, like he's still breathing," like mm-hmm. I'm not Save risking him. my life. Yeah, but at the same time. I'm. I would feel more comfortable letting the bomb squad do what they're supposed to do before I hey, just man, jump in. The bomb in already blew up, bro. You yeah, but we, we don't. That, yeah, but you don't know if there's another one because remember they had to check his car. They had to make sure that the device on his neck didn't have another bomb to it. There's a whole lot more to it. Like, man, I, okay, I, all right, all right. That that sounds cool and all, but let's think about this. Let's really think about this. The the device on his neck, right? Yes. If that if that blew up. Knowing what we know about, like, firecrackers, fireworks, 4th of July, all that shit. If the damn bomb blew up, do you think the other bomb was just going to not blow up, too? Like, what what common in, sense yeah. are we using in this yeah. situation? Yeah, in the, in the neck device, yes. That's what I'm but saying. Like, but as far as his car, like, we, we don't know. Yeah, you his know car different. Yeah, they had to check it because I remember them checking the car to make sure it didn't have no bomb. And that's when they attended to Brian Wells. Mm-hmm. Now, when I bring that up. I brought that up when we went on a great spell there, but mm-hmm. I bring that up because the only evidence that they could have obtained at that time was to see if there was any fingerprints on that device. So they right. had to cut his neck off. That's you know what I'm saying crazy, to where he had to have a closed casket because mm-hmm. they wanted to be able to preserve if there was any fingerprints left on the device. That's crazy. Now his his family was hot about that because they was As like they should be. They, they felt that they cared more about the device than mm-hmm. Brian Wells. I mean, but and and I understand what the family is going through, but at the same time, like in playing devil's advocate, being in their shoes, like yo, we have to make sure like this shit don't keep going on. Like this could be some shit that's, I mean, on some DC sniper shit at this time. You know what I'm saying, like. We don't know what's going on for real. We just trying to figure out if this shit is gonna continue. We ain't caught the person that really did this. We don't even know if it's somebody behind this. Like, so I get why they did what they did. I do too, because you also would want now they was also upset that Brian was sitting there Indian style. Mm-hmm. He was no threat to nobody. They was upset with why they still pointing guns at him. Now, granted, that's what cops do. But like at the same time, if this man is telling you he's not going anywhere, you got him surrounded. There's no need yeah, to have you, your guns pointed at. Pointing a gun at a bomb, my nigga, like that, on, exactly. Man. Like that's yeah. that's nuts. Now, 
as the family, you do want the people that are responsible for this right. to be apprehended as well. Yeah. Look, I, I understand it. I understand they didn't get to see him for the last time. Mm -hmm. But I would rather want to know who is responsible for this. And it's the mm -hmm. only thing that you have. Now they got they had the letters. I don't know if they knew about that at the time, but they traced the letters, so it it wasn't no situation where you was going to be able to get hand or uh, fingerprint. Mm -hmm. Ah, damn it, handwriting. They weren't going to be able to get handwriting because they traced it right from basically a, a typewriter. Right. So, you know, so the only hope that you have at this point is to see if they fucked up and got a fingerprint on it. So. Exactly. I, I get I get that point. I, I, I understand the frustration, but I also get the reason why they was cautious on wanting to see if they could find uh, fingerprints on that. So mm -hmm. basically what, what really got everything all fucked up. What, well, actually what ended up happening. So Robert Panini was the uh, second pizza guy. Mm -hmm. He ended up overdosing. Yeah. So now you got this dude that worked at the same place Brian Wells worked at. Before you start, Panini is an amazing last name. It is. And if he was smart, he'd have took niggas to court. Dude, listen. <laughs> Panini sounds like a great dish, but also a rapper. Like it's just <laughs> it do, it do. But being that the being that they got hella sandwiches called Paninis, yo, I'd have been suing the fuck out of people. Yo, this is this is my family's, you know what I'm saying? Dude, listen. Migos need to make a song right now. Panini, Panini, Panini. I'm telling you that. <laughs> Lil Nas X got one. All right, well, we ain't going that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then, so Panini, he ended up, you know, because they like, yo, what's going on with this pizza shop? Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Two delivery drivers dead, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Within, you know what I'm saying, a couple of days. Mm -hmm. So what really, what really blew the whole thing up was Bill Rothstein, this motherfucker calls 911 and say, yo, I know what a dead body is, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. in a freezer. They're like, yo, where's the freezer? Mm -hmm. He was like, well, it's in my garage. And they're like, <laughs> what the fuck? But I, I got it from, from a friend of mine, Marjorie Deal. I got the, she talked, she asked me to put the freezer this Over the full six nine, bro. Dude, six nine like a motherfucker. He's like, yo, I'm getting Marjorie. Mar Marjorie is getting the fuck out of here. You know nigga, Marjorie, Marjorie was living life until this nigga came in. You hear me? Marjorie was not living life, man. Did you see yes, her place? Was. Man, uh -uh. did you see her place? Listen, no. All hoarders need to be out of here, yo. I'm telling you. She might have been a hoarder, but she had niggas wooing over her. You hear me? She did because she had just recently just killed. A boy, the, the dude that was in the freezer yeah. was a boyfriend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was, she had, I don't, now, I don't understand at any point why, they, why this was happening, but she had men wooing, I'm talking about wooing, woo, 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 woo over her. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they was simping for this lady. This lady looks like the Crypt Keeper. But this is the thing, though. She might look like it. She might, hey, but she might have had some fire up under there. Hey, I'm telling you, right. you, they right. was, boy. Yeah, that's so listen, 
Listen, who in they right mind? She got a whole boyfriend over here. Fucking he with did, you though. on the side. Yeah, he did. And then she tells you, yo, can you take my freezer out of mm-hmm. my house mm-hmm. and put it in your garage? Okay, so look. Bill Rothstein, right? What's the mm-hmm. over-under that he was buying prostitutes? Uh I'm I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying at least hold on, you going over? All right, yeah. look, but this is this is where I'm at. I'm at at least four a month. What you think? Over or under? I can see that because apparently that's like a huge thing here in Pennsylvania. Because because this is the thing, like like I mentioned, Jessica Hoopsick, she was Brian's. That was Brian's main. Mm -hmm. So that telling you, Brian messed with some other ones too. Mm -hmm. But she's the number one choice. Wait a minute, I'm saying the fact that these niggas got main prostitutes just let you know. Pennsylvania's slow as fuck, bro. Hey, um, listen to me. I don't know what's going on in Erie, but like, yo, and then Ken Barnes, this motherfucker is they fishing buddy, but also a drug dealer mm-hmm. slash, yo, you can smash, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can smash the prostitutes. This nigga a part-time pimp. This one got a whole room with just a mattress in that bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so people... Oh, yeah. Of- He's a... <laughs> <laughs> He's a prostitute placer. Yo. This nigga got place prostitutes. And then, like, what he used to do was he'll let Brian smash Jessica upstairs and then yep. Jessica would come down and get drugs from him. Mm-hmm. And yo, yo, look. It, hey, it is, it is. This nigga had this nigga had the Airbnb for prostitution. <laughs> that's that's fire. Think about that. You can go upstairs and smash. Then when you come back, I got anything you need. That's hey, come on, man. That man was a yeah. businessman. Ken Barnes was a businessman, mm-hmm. but we but we gonna find out he uh he he six nine. But we, we'll get that when we get there. <laughs> yeah. So so then right. So then okay. So where we at? So 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 got the body in the freezer. He calls the police. Mm-hmm. So the police comes over. They they're going through his house. They see the freezer. So they take him in for questioning. So he is basically he he is he's maneuvering it in a way to where he don't he's not not incriminating himself right. and he's don't basically throw Marjorie under the bus. Mm-hmm. And so the crazy part was he was asked, "Yo, well, no, he 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 put the information out there that yo this has nothing to do with the bank robbery." Yeah. Why why? Like, why in the hell are you saying anything about the bank robbery? Because that's the whole thing. Like, you know those situations where you got a person that wants to be, that wants to outsmart the room, but then right. you you overthink it? Because mm-hmm. Bill Rothstein did that. Why did you even mention the bank robbery in the first place? Yo, they were Bill, just thinking was, that, Bill was that one dude, like, like you said, like, you know how somebody be, like, too smart for everything? But yeah. he he's so smart. Like, um, okay, perfect analogy. Remember Dexter's laboratory? 
I remember. I didn't. I didn't get into it too okay. much, but I remember it. So in Dexter's laboratory, right? Dexter was, you know, what I'm saying, smart kid. He used to build everything, or whatever. But he had a nemesis named Mandark, and Mandark would outdo Dexter. But instead of just outdoing Dexter, he would explain everything to Dexter to, excuse me, let him know that he outdid him. That's who the fuck Bill Rothstein was. Bill Rothstein was the smartest dude in there, but he had to just let everybody know how smart he was. Yes. Now, even though he well, he ended up dying. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, if he would have been quiet about certain things, he probably never would have been a suspect. Now, he outsmarted him. Now, don't get me yeah. wrong. At the end of the day, he outsmarted him. But it was just, it was just weird to me that he mentioned. Oh yeah, this has nothing to do with the bank robbery. And they're like, "Yo, you called us about a body." You know what I'm saying? In a freezer. Nobody even connected those two things of the fact that that this had anything to do with anything. So that was the one thing about Bill Rothstein. So then the crazy part was they brought Bill's friend on Ray, and Ray's like, "Yo." Like Bill was my best friend. He was my he was the best man in my wedding. He was like, but he said that there was something about Marjorie. He was like, yo, he was like, I don't know why. He said this mm-hmm. dude would jump all the hoops. He would run through a brick wall for Marjorie. Yeah. And he never understood it. Because she got that soul snatcher 3000. I'm telling you, but it had to be fire, <laughs> man. It had to be. Yeah, because bro. It, did not, it, it did not make sense. It did not it did, make yeah. sense. And then, like they they start talking about his his uh, childhood. Well, they talked about everybody's childhood. And like one thing about about Bill was he's like mm-hmm. Bill. He said he could be the he's the smartest person in the room, but he's not a finisher. He's right. like he started college, he didn't finish. Right. He went to flight school, almost got his pilot license, didn't finish the last thing. And right. so, like you see, like this dude has all the potential in the world to be successful in life now his family owned the business mm-hmm. but like he just ended up working for them but like he could have been something a whole lot bigger and better in life but he just let marjorie have this hold over him and it, it was just crazy now marjorie you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. this and you want to talk about the definition of bipolar about this Man, no life. no listen when they when they titled this evil genius Ain't no bipolar. That woman is just a fucking genius. Ain't no evil in front of it. None of that. She's a genius. The fact that she was able to create this plan herself and go through with this plan and have people follow this plan. The fact that she picked them out the the correct way, the ones that she made do what they had to do, all that. And she did all this by herself just because she needed the money because her the husband that she or the boyfriend that she killed or whatever and to keep that going like yo this she's a genius regardless bro i know i know a lot of people don't want to count that as being genius but it's a certain intellect you have to have to be able to manipulate people and do all that other stuff to be able to do what you want to do she had that she did she she did have a she mm-hmm. had a skill she had a mm-hmm. skill i'm not i'm not going to lie she had a skill to be able to Marjorie was a leader in a sense. Yes. Um, now, all leaders aren't great leaders. I mean, right. you know what I'm saying? Jim Jones, uh, 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 <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, Jim Jones. That's you, know, you know, with camera. Come on. You know, with Jim Jones. I'm not talking about the rapper Jim Jones. No, you um, talk, I'm talking about camera. 
man, look, we, yeah. we ain't doing that today. He wasn't the great leader on that versus either. But no, I he know what you're talking about. He, he about- wasn't. Look, okay, okay, real quick, real quick, people. I know, yeah. I know. We, we're going to get into it. Yes. I heard, you know, Fat Joe was there. Oh, he, yes. Did, did you hear what he said? He yes. said that Cameron was about to leave. My God. Yeah, because because they didn't because they weren't um they weren't starting on time. So that was a because they said what well, you notice when they came out, Jim mm-hmm. Jones and Joel's was out there. And we were like, what yeah. the hell is Cam? He was like, Cam right. was about to leave. That's yeah, he came back. Yeah. So, but no, um, you're right. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Actually, I take that back. Jim Jones was was a great leader. He was a, he was a perfect leader because he what? got everybody around there to do what he wanted him to do. Yeah, but but the outcome made it trash. You know, he, got, he got everybody but, to drink the Kool-Aid. They followed him though. And, they did and of course, him. you know, that's where the term drink the Kool-Aid, you know what I'm saying? But no, nah, he he got that, he made it happen. Yeah, he did, he did. But what I only meant in the sense of he followed people in the wrong direction. That's what right, I'm saying. Exactly. Okay. Marjorie okay. did the same thing. Marjorie got people to follow her because mm-hmm. this is the thing. The only person she didn't get to follow her was her boyfriend, and that's why his dad was dead in the freezer. But mm-hmm. everybody else. Now, as far as we know, now, I think it was kind of fucked up what they did to Brian Wells because they kind of made it seem like he was involved in this whole little thing. I think that from the, from what I took from it, I don't think Brian was involved. I think Brian, I think the reason why his car ended up being at Bill Rothstein's house the day before when a, a witness said that they saw it, I think he was just honestly delivering a pizza. Right. And then when it comes to Ken Barnes, the reason he was at Ken Barnes' house when I think Bill Rothstein was there is because he was up there smashing Jessica Oopsie. Like, he just went over there to smash her there because it was just hey, man, easier. Listen. Can you blame him? Yeah, because, I mean, Jessica was like, Yo, I don't want to go to your place. Drugs ain't there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ken, on, Ken, got, Ken got everything here. You know yeah, what I mean? Listen, so, the, Airbnb, the Airbnb of prostitution, brother. Okay? Yeah. I'm not about to leave here. When I can get everything I need right here. Exactly. So yeah. I think that that's why I think that sometimes there are coincidences in life. I think the reason mm-hmm. Brian Carr was at Bill's house because he was mm-hmm. probably honestly del- delivering a pizza. And when yeah. he went over to Ken's house, because this is the thing, Ken was Marjorie and Bill's fishing buddy. Right. But I just think that Brian only fought with Bill. I mean, with Ken because that's where Jessica wanted to go because she could get her drugs and get smashed and you know can get and it she back. Can make her money. Exactly. Now my question so, is this: My question is this: How small is this goddamn town that everybody knows every goddamn body in order to be able to? You know she's a prostitute. You know she's a drug addict. So the Airbnb is where everybody just go. Apparently, apparently Erie must be a small <laughs> town. You know what I'm saying? Like because like come on, man. It is look, it is not it's not Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, at all, bro. At all. Oh. But, but the crazy part is the geographics of it, because they were saying that yo, you could jump on that interstate. They was like you could be in Ohio or what was the other one, New York? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, in twenty minutes each way. Yeah. Yeah. So they was like you could rob a bank, have a car sitting right outside uh, <clears throat> right outside city, uh not city, but state limits. And you good. Right. So they were saying that if you want to rob a bank, the best place to do it is in Erie, Pennsylvania, because mm-hmm. you can be in another state in 20 minutes. So I don't think it was a great thing for that reporter to say, but I don't know who's all taking that information. So I just think that what they did to Brian was kind of fucked up because I honestly don't believe 
nobody in their right mind is going to let somebody put a bomb around their neck. You know what I'm saying? And it's actually a real bomb and you go rob a bank. But this is the crazy yeah. part about it. I think Brian would have died either way. Check this. They sent him in there to get $250,000. Mm-hmm. He only had like 12000 Okay. And this is, and I just had this conversation uh, with my brother not too long ago. Okay. First and foremost, people have to really do their research and really find out what's going on before they make these plans, right? There's no fucking bank in America that's holding over a hundred grand, bro. Ever. You better off finding a Brinks truck and getting close to that amount. Yeah. That's the only that's, way. That's a, that's a stupid ass idea to think that you're getting $250,000 out of a bank. There's no what? way. But then we find out that the reason that that bank was robbed was because Marjorie had a beef with the bank because it was some situation with her dad and some money with her dad mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let her have access to some money. So the reason because they don't got it, they, they don't have it. But I think that she was upset of the fact that they wouldn't let her have access to some shit that wasn't mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. So she took it out on the bank. Yeah. Well, she took it out on her dad too, because that's another well, thing. She took it out on her dad. She tried, and this is another thing that the look. I understand law enforcement is supposed to be smart, but Ken Barnes was interviewed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because this happened August of 28, 2003. So soon after this happens, a couple of weeks after this happened, or a month or so, whatever, Ken was in there talking about Marjorie yeah. and said that Marjorie tried to hire him. To kill her dad because mm-hmm. he left her out the wheel yep. and she didn't get no money. Now, let's yeah. speak on this girl dad real quick. This is what I'm trying to figure out, my guy. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to this about my girl the other day. Okay. This motherfucker said, well, they interviewed her dad like the last episode. Mm-hmm. And they was asking him, what do you think about Marjorie trying to kill you and all this little shit? Okay, so that's another thing. This motherfucker had over a million dollars, my guy. How do an old ass man from Erie, Pennsylvania just get a hold of a million dollars? So she wants to kill him so she could get the money because he left her out the wheel. Mm-hmm. So she told Ken with some of that 250000 she was going to pay him for killing her dad. Mm-hmm. Now this is why I bring up the law enforcement. That never went to, I think, the FBI never got hold of that. Right. That FBI going back to the Atlanta child murder shit. Yep. Yeah. So the FBI don't get that to a couple of years later mm-hmm. when they find out, like, oh shit, he did say that Marjorie wanted, uh, tried to hire him to kill her dad. FBI yeah. didn't know any of the shit to like, you know, what I'm saying eight, not eight, but maybe like five, six, seven, eight years later. Right. Crazy. Man, listen. First off. It was already a fluke mission. Once again, you're not getting 250 fucking grand out of a bank. There's no bank in America that is holding that type of money. I don't care what bank you go to. I don't care who you are. There's no bank that's holding that type of money. First off, banks don't even have that type of money to begin with. The way banks make the money is they lend it out 
from whatever you put in to other people and then the other people pay them back and then they make sure your stuff is in there. And then once you pay them back or add your money in, they pay the other people to do whatever they got to do. And then they, they basically loan your money out. That's what a bank is. A bank takes your money and they loan it out. And then whenever you need it, they'll take whatever off the loan and they give it back to you. That's how banks work. So if you think for one second that you go, first off, you in Erie, Pennsylvania. Nothing is going on in Erie, Pennsylvania at all, <laughs> except for the old ass R.L. Stein Goosebumps uh, 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 TV shows that was happening in Erie, Pennsylvania. That's the only thing that's going on. You know what I'm saying? R.L. Stein, he just came up with Fear Street. Shout out to the episode we just did on that. That wasn't in Pennsylvania no more because Pennsylvania ain't got nothing going on. So if you thought, <laughs> that you was gonna get that type of money out of Pennsylvania. You must be out your rabbit mind. That's crazy, bro. Two hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. Yep. Two hundred. So, listen, two hundred and fifty grand. Man, come on, bro. You they they should have known. Well, I ain't gonna say they should have known, but the fact that they didn't know is the thing that baffles me. Like, what made you think that you was gonna get that type of money out of a bank? What they was gonna write you a check? I mean, what you thought they had gold bars in there? Like, what's going on, bro? Like, you was watching Ocean's Eleven. Like, what the fuck was going on that you that made you think that that was gonna happen? Come on, man. This is this is this is the one part out of this whole documentary that made me say, okay, maybe she's not a genius. Maybe she maybe she isn't as smart as we think she is because you have to be a effing idiot to think that they got that kind of money in the bank. I know that, and I, I ain't never worked at a bank. I just know banks ain't got what you think they got. Exactly. So Marjorie ended up getting, uh, so she's locked up. Um, they go, Now, Bill never got any charges initially because they the only charges they could have got him for were, they, well, they ended up getting him for that, but he never really had to serve any time for it, yeah. was basically, you know, moving a, a corpse type mm-hmm. of thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fucking around with a corpse. Right. So Marjorie, so Marjorie's locked up, and Marjorie is locked up talking mad shit because mm. they had like three, two or three girls from prison. Like one the girl, u- the ultimate manipulator, bro. She has to be. She is, but the thing is, I think that when she got into prison, I don't think she believed that those girls were going. Like one of the girls was right, my guy. She was writing notes mm-hmm. on everything that Marjorie was saying. Cause she ain't fuck with her. Yeah, it was this girl. It was Kelly. Yeah. So Kelly, Kelly is writing notes about all this little stuff, and so they got Marjorie like fucked up. So then Jessica Hoopsick, mm-hmm. she ended up getting locked up. You know what I'm saying for some prostitution shit, drug shit. So Jessica's in there, and her and Marjorie got beef. Now, throughout this whole thing, the only friend, the only friend that Marjorie have is the mm-hmm. dude Trey. And Trey is the is the producer of this whole thing. Yeah. And so Trey was talking to her. He got all these uh tapes of them talking. She's talking mad shit. You know what I'm saying? Ken is a liar. You know, Stockton is a liar. Bill is the uh the mastermind of this whole thing. So she's basically putting everything on everybody else, saying it's everybody else's fault, you know, all this type shit. So right. 
when they go back with Marjorie talking, doing all that talking, because there was two inmates that she was talking to. She was also talking to this girl named Gloria. Mm -hmm. So Gloria's out telling, you know, what she's saying, all this type shit. And so to get more into Jessica, Jessica, there was there was an altercation between them two. Right. And she Trey tried to talk to her, but she didn't, you know, she told him she was gonna meet up with him, but she ditched him. She never she never showed up. Mm-hmm. So when she finally talked, she never really said what that altercation was about. But then Marjorie got mad because Trey started talking to Jessica. Mm-hmm. Jessica ended up giving an interview saying that how Marjorie was the was the, 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 the ringleader of this whole thing. She was the one who, you know, killed her boyfriend, you know, uh, got Brian involved. And I mean, I ain't gonna make Jessica a big thing, so I'm gonna go ahead and reveal this now. Yo, mm-hmm. Jessica got, well, let's just put it this way. The way they put it in the doc, Jessica was pregnant, my guy. Yeah. And they said that the baby strongly resembles Brian Wells. So not only is Brian Wells out here fucking prostitute, he raw dog in his mouth. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They got the whole prostitute pregnant out here in these streets. And now he possibly has a child, you know what I'm saying, out here in the world from the prostitute. So right. that's a whole little thing there. So then Marjorie, well, okay, so like I mentioned earlier, Bill dies. So Marjorie's going in. And so everything, everything is heating up. Stockton, he ended up 69ing. Ken Barnes, he ended up 69ing because Ken, Ken got locked up for some shit as well. Because they ended up making a case where all of the names they got popped up other than Ryan uh, Panini, because Ryan Panini ended up dying. That's why his name, his name ended up getting popped up. But the whole thing with Marjorie is the fact that when the evidence started changing on her, mm-hmm. she had <laughs> this is the funny thing. So one scene, they say. Well one, well, one witness said they seen her on the interstate. Mm-hmm. So at first she was like, yo, I was at home. Then she's like, oh, well, I might have been on the interstate because I was going here. But mm-hmm. that was it. Then the witness said, yo, we seen you at the Shell station. All oh, right. well, I went into the Shell station real quick to get this <laughs> when I got <laughs> Yeah. Full of shit. And I'm, like, I'm like, yo, but she has a, but I don't know if they edited this, but dude, but she was quick on the trigger. No, she yeah, she's she's quick with it as hell, bro. Like whether it was bullshit or not, she was mm-hmm. real quick on the trigger because she was yeah. able to come up with a story, even though you you listen to two and it's like, yo, first you say you was at home, then they say, oh, we got a witness that say we seen you on the interstate. Oh, well, I was on the interstate for this, but then I went home. Oh well, we saw you at the shell station. Well, I went. I stopped at the shell station real quick to do this, and then you know what I'm saying I went home. And it's like, and mm-hmm. the 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 crazy part was, I think that what Marjorie didn't send to think was that there was going to be people that were going to be able to tie her at certain places at certain times, to where she did not think that. I think that when it comes to 
the brain when it comes to memory it's just crazy mm-hmm. how it can work because the dude i think the dude was a you no he was a he was either a postal worker or a ups driver he was just like yo i was at the uh the uh the shell station and i saw this blue van yeah over by the uh over by the payphone and she was like yo it was she he said i saw a big dude with glasses in the overall and he mm-hmm. was like standing with her now she tried to separate herself from Bill Rothstein and say she ain't mm-hmm. had nothing to do with it and she wasn't with Bill. And now you got this UPS driver saying, yo, I saw them together. Yeah. And what also, so let's go back to the blue van. So if I'm not mistaken, who was it? It, it wasn't Trey. It was Trey. Trey goes to Bill's house and he's filming his house. Yeah. Now, when the police was at Bill's house, Going through his house, but when the uh, about the body in the freezer, mm-hmm. the blue van was gone. Right. A witness say a tow truck the day of the robbery, a tow truck. Well, after the robbery, a tow truck came, pulled it away, mm-hmm. and then two weeks later or so, it came back. Right. Now, go back to what the cop said, the state trooper guy. State trooper said, yo, I saw this blue van, you know, Lamont King, like, yo, I saw this blue van. It was never spoken of again until mm-hmm. Trey got a video outside the house showing, yo, that's that blue van. And then he showed it to Lamont King, like, that's that blue mm-hmm. van that I saw. Mm-hmm. So it's, man, it's, look, dude, it's, it's a lot <laughs> of shit going on with the case, man. A lot well, not of even shit. that, man. Like, even going into her interviews towards the end and them speaking to her. She was trying to make it seem like Bill set the whole shit up. She made Bill seem like—I mean, she made it seem like Bill was the guy that that was behind all of this. But Bill, Bill don't have no motive. What is his motive? No, she listen, got all the motive. Yeah, no, she does. But in in between her trying to really set Bill up and trying to blame Bill, her ego wouldn't even let her do it. Like she would, she was contradicting herself in those moments because, like, she'd say like Bill did da da da, and then like. Later on down the line, they have her saying some shit just like what she said, but she was saying that she was doing it though. Like she wasn't implicating herself, but she was really like making it seem like Bill was the one that was guiding her to do it. But at the same time, like she was really putting herself into the mix at the same time. So it was it, it was weird hearing her talk about that. It it was it was a <clears throat> like part, look. Listen to me, my guy. Look, everybody, don't get me wrong. This is a great docu series. It but is. Marjorie's voice, oh my god, dude! It sounds like a goddamn. She sounds like Marjorie's sound. sisters. Like, dude, you, 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 you know, like when when you like scratch on a board, that uh, like Whoopi Goldberg. Yo, okay, don't do yeah. Whoopi like that. Come um, on, man. She Marjorie sound like Marjorie sound like she smoked black tar heroin straight out the pipe. <laughs> Pure. Yo, the whole, no, whole voice is terrible. It's like, yo, yeah, it's trash, it would bro. drive it would drive you up the wall. So that's what Marjorie, happened. That's what happened when you had the drug B and B, bro. The drug and prostitution Airbnb. But I well, I don't. They didn't really say if she had if she did anything. Oh, come on, man. You know but she you can look there. at her and you know she was there. Come on, man. Because she don't even look like. Oh man, how do we not speak about this? Oh she my looks, god, she looks a hundred years old. Dude, this is the part. How did we not even mention this? Listen, people, y'all think Marjorie Deal Armstrong is complicated. 
Let me tell you how much more complicated this motherfucker is. Mm-hmm. 1984, year before I was born, this bitch was on trial for killing her damn husband. See? But she ended up getting off for self-defense. And she also killed her boyfriend. So it's like, yo, like, what more is going on with this lady? You know what I'm saying? Like, but then you have everybody say, you know what I'm saying? This is the weird part about Marjorie, right? Mm-hmm. When they was talking about her childhood, people didn't fuck with it because she was always the tallest person. Mm-hmm. So she was, you know what I'm saying, odd as a child and, you know, felt, you know, felt the way because, you know, people would pick on her because how big she was. But what ended up happening, Mars started growing titties. Now motherfuckers start noticing her. So it's like now the whole script and the flip. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was like everybody's making fun of her too. It was like, oh man, she got mm-hmm. some big ass titties. So then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. dudes started fucking with her. So mm-hmm. psychologically, everybody made fun of you. You know what I'm saying? Up until you probably was about 14, 15 years old, then the whole shit yeah. now flipped. Yeah. Then now you're you already. The yeah. And now you already got these social, uh, mm-hmm. these issues, you know, within yourself. Yeah. And it's like, I think that I think that what ended up happening is when when they really started fucking with her and she mm-hmm. knew, like you said, she had that power. I think when she didn't get her way, that's yeah. she's like, yo, fuck this. I just fucking kill your ass. You know what I'm saying? I ain't Facts. got to deal with this shit. Facts. And, that's what, and then to know that she got away with murder in 1984, I think Marjorie was like, yo, I could get away with this shit in 2003. Yeah, at, at this point, I got the power. I, or I'm sorry, I got the juice. I can do whatever I want to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot believe we forgot to mention that. So she was, she went on track. Cause like, Erie, Pennsylvania, I already knew who Marjorie Armstrong was because that case mm-hmm. was a high-profile case back mm-hmm. in 1984. So so it, it was a lot, man. And like the room, um, Brian Woods' roommate, Stockton, he, you know, he ended up he was able to he served the least amount of time and he ended up um moving to a place getting married starting a new life all, all this type shit um you know ken barnes he ended up getting a lot of time because well some of his time got shaved off for the simple fact of he he's sold out marjorie you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he sold he sold out um you know, you look at Jerry Clark. Jerry Clark was the lead uh, FBI agent. He was able to, you know, say like he told one story where because they, they would go and meet Marjorie when she was in jail, like before she got uh, charged. And he was like, Marjorie would come in, you know, why, you know, why y'all here? Why y'all talking to me? And he would say, yo, Marjorie, you know, you look good today. And he was like a whole mood would switch. Like, dude, that'll tell you right there. Like, yo, this motherfucker got some serious issues, my guy. But the thing is, she was so fucking smart. They did psych evaluations on her, but she passed every time. They said that yeah. she was culpable of, of going to trial because she was so fucking smart. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't even use bipolar or, or none of um, yeah. it. And then she had mad degrees. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So mm-hmm. it was just like, Mar- like th- this whole thing, like for it to start off with being a piece of delivery man getting, you know, robbing a bank, bomb blowing up to Bill Rothstein 
calling the police saying, yo, there's a body in here. And then that took us to all of the damn information that we ended up getting in this thing. And then we get the whole thing where when Ken Bourne, 69, this whole thing, he was like, yo, it was me, Bill, Marjorie, and Stockton. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. all out there. We um, Bill called the police in, went to the uh, radio station thing. He was like, we was all out there. Um, he said him and Bill, you know, went up behind Brian. Brian knows something was weird. Brian tried to take off running. They grabbed him, snapped the thing around his neck. He said Marjorie put the shirt over it and all that type of stuff. And the Ken said, yo, Brian was not involved. Right. It was like Brian was just an innocent bystander, wrong place, wrong time. The thing is, Brian didn't even pick up the phone, my guy. The manager answered the phone mm -hmm. and then ended up handing the phone to Brian, and Brian took the order. Right. So this could have been a whole nother person. You know what I'm saying? It could have been anybody. It, yeah. it could have been, been anybody. It could have been anybody. And the thing, the thing that makes it so weird is like if it wasn't Brian, and if it was somebody else, like I mean, Bill could have Bill could have ended up doing the same thing. But what yeah. makes it so weird is the fact that the connection between Brian Wells and Ken Barnes. And you know, then you got this whole other thing with with well Jessica Hoopsick and and mm -hmm. dude, it's it's like you said, it's something how crazy. small is this town? Like yeah. really, yeah, like but how it's something small crazy because it's town? like every first off, everybody knows everybody. The sheriff probably know all of them. So like him talking to them is like on some Mary Easttown type shit. Like, hey man, you know what I'm saying? Heard you was going down for da da da. We gotta bring you in for question. That type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's. <clears throat> It's crazy. And um, I said Erie, Pennsylvania at first when I was talking about the Goosebumps shit. It's Erie, Indiana. I just wanted to clear that up for anybody that's a Goosebumps fan. I ain't want nobody coming at my neck on Twitter. So I just wanted to make that uh, clarity real quick. That just came to my mind. But, um, yeah, man, it's just the fact that it's so small, man. Everybody knows everybody. You know what I'm saying? The sheriff probably done came and, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk real quick. That type thing. It. It it just gets to the point to where it's like, how can how can you really commit a crime in this in this place? And I think that's that's where her mind went, right? Because she probably thought about it like, well, I can't do it because of course everybody knows me. Like you said, the with the trial thing, of course everybody knows who I am. And to use anybody else in this scenario is really stupid because like you said, we all know each other. So who can I get to do this and and make this an actual situation where we may not be connected to it at all? And I think that them getting the pizza, man, first off, that's a genius idea. I'm not going to lie to you. I would have never thought of no shit like that. But the fact that they got the pizza man to do something like that, it's just like, like you said, everybody knows everybody, but like, who is the furthest person away from us we can use to where we may or may not be caught? Yep, and it just happened to be somebody that they all end up going to their house. Like, like mm -hmm. Bill, Bill and Marjorie ended up being at Ken's house, and they probably had no idea that. Now, that's another thing because there's so many coincidences you you don't know. Because what if there's a situation where? When Brian is smashing Jessica, they're mm -hmm. like, yo, Brian works for this pizza company right down the street. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 
it's 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 it really depends like what we don't know is now Brian did not Brian but Ken did talk about the meeting that they had but when he said that Brian wasn't he said Brian wasn't involved but what but what I don't get is when what Ken never said was yo it just been a coincidence that Brian was the one that delivered the pizza that mm-hmm. we don't know right that we right. don't know and and when right. it comes to Robert Panini we don't know <laughs> if that was Panini Panini we don't know <laughs> if that was an overdose or was that mm-hmm. because the thing is some people think that it that it was an overdose because he knew that he was involved yeah 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 and he was like yo this shit's starting to hit the fan I'm gonna go ahead and clock out right now mm-hmm. so that's something that we don't know because the two unsolved things about this is Robert Panini. Right. If you if you well, it's actually three. If you want to believe that Brian wasn't or was involved, but the other one is Bill never got charged with anything because he died. Yeah. So that's just one of those things where you, you ended up the where the case is always in a place like Erie, this case is probably even before this evil genius came out. This is probably something that people talked about for years because it wasn't resolved until seven years later, uh, October the 15th, mm-hmm. 2010. So mm-hmm. this is probably something that they've been talking about for years. And yeah. then Trey just happened to come out with this whole thing. And um, and that it's probably going around like all the time. Like, yo, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Was was Brian involved? Or, you know what I'm saying? You know, Marjorie this, Marjorie that. So. It's it's really it's really a really really good doc. Like I said, the only thing that sucks about it is Marjorie's voice because her voice is just <laughs> just like is this it's, it's trash, disgusting. Man. It's trash. It is, it is trash. It's trash, man. So you ready to get into the fire flames, brother? Let's do it. All right. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. All right, so man, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take the lead on this one. Uh, this is probably, um, man, this is this is probably the first time in a long time watching a documentary and really getting into it that I could rewatch it and and have that same feeling as if I don't know what's going on. Like, because it's so much like this. I, I feel like this is like, a um, to me, this is like one of those classic albums where you got to keep listening to it because it's so much that you missed on your first time listening. So you got to keep going back and going back and catching the pieces that you missed, like all those bars and everything that you missed. So like this, this documentary is one of those things to where I can watch it and keep going back and watching it because there's so many intricate pieces that I didn't catch the first time or second time or third time. And for me, the story in itself is already wild. Right. Mm -hmm. And on top of that third, but last I'm baffled as to how the hell she was so manipulative. Uh, I said that wrong. See, every time, bro, every Uh time manipulative. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, but no, her, her being, a master manipulator at this point is is so baffling to me because it's like what what is she really using 
to be able to do this because it's not the looks, it's not the appeal, it's not none of that that most women would have to be able to do this. This is just her really just being a a pure genius. Like this is her using her wit to really get across what she has to get across. Um, and and to me, that's the that's the thing that really excites me about this documentary and, and makes me want to constantly watch it because it's like to see her be able to pull that off is is an amazing thing, especially around the situation she was around, the place that she was in, the state that they lived in. Like it was a lot going on. So for me, I'm not gonna lie, man. I gotta get this thing a five. That's what's up, but we don't get a lot yeah, of fives man. out of scoots, man. Yeah, I gotta um, get a five, bro. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, for me, uh, I agree with everything that you said. This mm-hmm. uh, I mentioned at the beginning of this pod. This is my third time actually watching this, and mm-hmm. um, you, you see something different every time. You pick up something different every time. Something that you missed the first time, and then the first time around is always like there's so much information you overload yourself, so you don't get everything. Then I watch mm-hmm. it again just for fun, but then I watch it this third time, you know, for us to do this. And the case, the case is wild. There's a lot of information um, you see where, um, where the FBI, you know, where they messed up and they admitted it. And, you know, where um, the state police, things that they did, that they know that they messed up. Uh, there's a lot of questions around it. Um, the information that was given to be able to have a uh, Trey who just happened to just be a blogger and just talking to this woman and recording everything. He has all the recordings of her in like her mood changes and everything as far as her jealousy of, 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 of Trey talking to somebody else. Like, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot Mm -hmm. of things that that don't even have anything to do with the case that was put in here. Even like the information that Jessica had a baby that looks like Brian. Like, so there's there's a lot of information. I think that people, uh, would have and still would enjoy this man. I'm gonna give it a 4.5 for the simple fact of uh I hate doing it, but I'm just one of those guys. Um I compare stuff as great as it was, it wasn't better than um uh OJ Made in America went better than that. Um okay. wasn't better okay. than that Respect. that Black Panther PBS Respect. joint. Respect. So so I'm was gonna it give better it a than Outcry? Oh, but I don't know, but see, see what takes outcry to that different thing is, man, you add the element of football to it, man. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, so I don't know, but they neck and neck, man. They neck and okay. neck. They, okay. they, they together, they together, but, okay. but yeah, but a 4.5 is still like, yeah, this, no, it's, great. it's, yeah, really, it's, it's great. really great. It's still man. great. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. That it is. That it is so. All right, man. So, um, let's talk about what we got coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. So, this next episode, man, um, it was going to be an instant reaction, but it's not going to be an instant reaction. We're going to call this one a delayed reaction. Um, we got the brand new, um, DC movie Suicide Squad coming up next, man. Um, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I watched this thing twice. Already? Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it. Just, I, have, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Just because I've seen some things that I thought I missed. 
and I was interested in seeing how it played out. But yeah, I watched this thing twice, man. Um, I can't wait to pot about this one. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, you know, I, I watched the original. Um, you know, when it came out. Yeah. Uh, we, we spoke about it before, but it wasn't for that reason. We spoke about it because Will chose to do Suicide Squads over doing uh, um, Independence Day 2. Mm-hmm. So we spoke slightly about it. Well, the first one. And so for them to come back, I think that, man, what they're doing is they're trying to catch that Harley Quinn wave, dude, because I think they see how popular she was with um with this first Suicide Squad, and then they came mm-hmm. out with Birds of Prey, and mm-hmm. now they come out with these Suicide Squads. So I think that they really riding the wave of Harley Quinn here, which is and not listen, a bad wave to, to listen, ride, though. I, I spoke about this on Twitter with um, – shout out to Spence from Views from the 7, man, because um, he, he had brought this up. And I had, uh, I had told him, I said, listen, D.C., right – they have a very unique opportunity on their hands right now. And I'm going to elaborate on this more when we get into the pod on Tuesday. But right now they have a very, very unique opportunity and they can stray away from superheroes and focus on villains. Okay. But let's let's give that. Yeah. yeah, That's all I'm going to say for right now. But I'm telling you, very unique opportunity. I can't wait to Tuesday to talk about this, but stay tuned, man. We we definitely gonna get into it. Yes, sir. That we definitely gonna do. So I'm, I'm gonna watch it, man. When we get off of here, um, because uh, I, I was waiting to watch it, but I think I probably mm-hmm. need to watch it multiple times to be able to give the people uh some good shit. So I'm definitely yeah, gonna yeah. watch it tonight, I mean, it's, man. When we get done, me, it's, it's worth it though. It's it's definitely worth it. All right, but we're gonna see. Yes, man, sir. that was that was a great motherfucking pie today. I've been pieing today, man. This is my second pie. For I, the day. I know, man. You've been you've been on the street, man. Hey, man, I'm trying <laughs> out here, man. Look, man, people, people, yo, look, we talked about this before. I ain't gonna get into it, but like, you know, I almost I almost called you the other day, but you know, I know, you know, you've been uh doing a lot of heavy drinking uh for the birthday I've been drinking. and everything. I've been drinking. But like, <laughs> but like, yo, we was we was talking about um. Uh, before what pod was that? Tomorrow War. No, Fear mm-hmm. Street. When we're talking Fear Street, we're talking about okay. uh, podcasts okay. and and, and D- uh, Demi Lovato and shit. Oh and yeah, yeah, This this is what. So I don't know if you listen to it because you're not really on Ebro in the morning like I am. So Tyler mm-hmm. the Creator did like oh, no, I've seen, seen that. Yeah, shout out to Elliot Wilson because he's been posting that everywhere. Listen, when he went on his rant about. Mm-hmm. Jada mm-hmm. and the verses and how much he mm-hmm. cared. Mm-hmm. Dude, all I could think about was like, yo, people do not understand how much we fucking care about yeah, this inspiration, shit. bro. That, that was inspiration. And some people, they just pied the pie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now we pied the pie, but at the same time, we fucking care about what we're doing. You exactly. know. And, like, when I was listening to Tyler, when he was going on that rant about, like, yo, he said what he loved about that verses was how much Jada cared. Mm-hmm. He's like, Jada fucking cared about rap. Mm-hmm. And all I could think about was the people that just get a podcast to get a podcast. And it's like, yo, what we're doing here, yeah, we, yeah, we ain't getting 100,000 plays and shit like that. 
But it's just like if we get the right people to hear it, they'll see how much we mm-hmm. care about this shit. So right. I, I just wanted to mention that real quick, man, because we we fucking care about what we doing. Of course, man. Um, this is our creation, and as we, we we should care about it, man. Anytime anybody's being creative, man, you should always care about what you create. But um, listen, man. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Scooch Bronson, uh, on Instagram at Scooch Bronson underscore TV. Make sure to check out my other podcast, 15 Minutes of Fame. Um, I'm bringing Isolated Society back for those people that follow me already. If you don't follow me, stay tuned. Isolated Society is coming to um, the Twitch. No, that's not how you say it. It's Twitch. It's just Twitch. I don't know why I said the Twitch. But I'm going to use that. Yeah, it's coming to the Twitch. So, you know what I'm saying? If you got the Twitch app on your phone, you know what I'm saying? Um you can watch it or you can watch it on TV or however you got it on Xbox or whatever. But uh, I don't support PlayStation. So, you know what I'm saying? If you got PlayStation, I'm sorry for you. Um, but you can still watch it on PlayStation as well. But as long as you got the Twitch, make sure you go follow Isolated Society. You can just look it up. Find me, Scooch Bronson on Twitch. Um, it's coming very soon. Um, and then on top of that, man, we got other stuff in the works, but you could also po- uh, follow the podcast at view a non pod and also on Facebook at VA pod watch group. That is a fact. And, uh, you can follow me at S foster eight on Instagram and Twitter. Same handle 28 minutes or less pod on Instagram. 28 minutes or less on Facebook. Um, let me see. The last thing I did was, like I said, put out the the uh, the versus battle. Me and you did that together. Mm-hmm. So uh, y'all can go check that out. So yeah, that's it, man. That's all we got for this pot. That's what's up, man. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we appreciate your support. We also appreciate your feedback. So make sure you hit us up. Let us know. Um, any movies or television shows you would like to listen to, or I'm sorry, like to listen to us talk about. Um, and with that said, man, and uh, as they say in Hollywood, it's a wrap. Cut. I almost forgot that. <laughs> 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 Yo, okay, it's not going to end. <laughs>